Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. Yes, and I'm Chris. Hello, Chris. How you going? Hello. Uh, not too much to talk about today, but what a weekend of football. Are you excited? Minus Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Can I tell you why I'm, I'm excited? excited? And what's up with all these people saying, bloody, there's something wrong with the game and make all these rule changes. Mate, those first four or five games, absolute crackers. That's what I like to see. I'd have to uh, yeah, I mean, some of them were good. I, I didn't like the uh, Collingwood game, not because we lost, but it was just a boring game. Like, even though it was only two points in it, I still think it was like a below average standard of football. You but, mean the buddy show? <laughs> yeah. The buddy playing on a rookie, a guy that's played less than 10 games in defense, and a guy that's playing his second game. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yep. So what does, get you ex- <laughs> what does get you excited then, Chris? Uh, the Premier League starting this week. And, oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. I can now shift my focus completely considering that uh, you absolutely dominated me in our draft game. I did. I did. And, I think uh, I, uh, another another 1,934 or 43 or something or other. So yeah. absolutely uh, walloped you. Thank yep. you very much. And, and um, yeah, Hannison, top scorer of all people. What the hell? I know, right? So I, I nearly dropped Killed him. Me. Nearly dropped him for Hanley. So there you Killed go. Me. But um, I can't it's believe classic, that. Classic Bevo, I tell you I'm what. Surprised, I'm surprised, Chris, I didn't actually see your Premier League comment coming because... Um, <laughs> You and JB from Dr. Supercoach, I'm getting this Twitter, like Twitter, 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 it's a Twitter, Twitter, I call it twatting. I call it twatting. Um, I saw the notification come through and I'm like, oh, what's going on here? And then I look at it and I'm like, I don't understand this. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Yeah, it was football. But yes, um, the season starts this week. So if you want to jump on, we can uh, start mate, a new I, podcast next week. I don't even know anyone's names. Maybe you and JB should start never, a podcast. I never know what he's doing. I never know what he's doing. I, I know a lot about the Premier League. I know nothing about Fantasy Premier League. I've only ever done it once and I never paid attention to it. So it's uh, a learning year. Let's put it that way. I don't want to get into it. Well, I'll be out researching actual Supercoach and oh, Chris yeah, will okay. be yeah. off twatting somewhere. <laughs> um, it takes us through the offseason. I need something, goddammit. <laughs> I think very quickly, after the the very good first few games anyway, the gaff incident. Ah. I People threw him to the wolves. I, I didn't really comment much on it. I just I commented saying, look, I think he'll probably get about seven weeks because I think the AFL as an industry wouldn't allow the possibility of him playing finals. Yeah, no way. Yeah, so that, I, that's how I felt. I didn't... You know, if I, I thought six weeks probably would have been about right, but I felt that they were going to give him at least seven based on... I felt, yeah, if, if West Coast made the finals, which I don't think they will, mm-hmm. but if they did and Gaff played the grand final and they won, then people would be like, oh, you shouldn't, he should be in jail or, oh, he shouldn't be playing the final. And, um, yeah, I think that's, yeah, fair enough. And uh, poor uh, Brayshaw. Yep, sipping through a straw oh, for the next four weeks. Four weeks, mate. Yeah. He'll, he'll probably lose some size. He'll, he'll be sipping on Mascota. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um, it, oh, look, I think it is what it is. He obviously didn't mean to do it. But it was, but I mean, I've got two ways of thinking about this. First and foremost, can't be punched on a footy field. You just can't be doing it. I don't, I don't know why he thought, of, even if he hit in his chest, like they're trying to get that out of the game. Yep. And yes, that was, if you look at the replay closely, his angle was towards his chest, but he clipped, he just hit him like square oh, yeah. flush 
glass. Right, right on that, right on the jaw. Yeah, glass jaw, and mate. He, and uh, those brace shores have got weak heads, apparently. Yeah, I mean, it was, I, there was no real. I didn't feel it was a Barry Hall esque type uh, incident. No, where I, no, he was I, legitimately I think, trying to knock the guy out. I think he got put out to the wolves too. The media had a big frenzy. Yeah, they circus it's in Melbourne. Try, I know, I know that, and and you could honestly see he was remorseful. Um, Media circus, even West Coast, being like, "Oh, they played golf together," which is <laughs> who, who, which didn't actually who, happen. Yeah. Who takes like what was a word of mouth from like three doors down <laughs> to then use that in a press conference as if the media is not going to go looking into that? Uh, absolute good, good fucking, band though, absolute rook hour. But um, uh, news today that Brayshaw broke his silence, which I thought was good. Um, very quickly, my my two cents on the matter. B. I don't think Angus should have been doing a bloody radio interview the day after. No way. That, that was fucking horrible. It's terrible. So weak. Do you know what I mean? Like, fair, fair enough. Of course he's got... Course he's he's going to be upset. His yeah, he's just up, got knocked Exactly. Out. He's upset. Or if that happened out in the street, you'd be getting a criminal charge. Why isn't that? I'm like, mate, who the fuck... If you were Angus Brayshaw and you already had that interview lined up, I would cancel. Yeah. Like, I just I just felt like it wasn't necessary. It wasn't the needed. The player manager needed to step in there. Yeah, that's, I reckon. That's, that's I was not impressed no. with that. And then, of course, the media runs with it. Uh, of course, he's emotional. It's his brother. I get it. Um. Anyway, so young Brayshaw with the uh, the jaw and the teeth. Um, basically, he said that he forgives Gaff. He yep. said, uh, you know, he, absolutely, the, the act is not necessary and it's completely not called for, but as a person, he forgives Gaff uh, for what happened, which I thought was very good. The family's forgiving him. You know yeah. what I mean? Throwing people around it. It's a, it's a bad act, but at the same time, I think even, um, you know, the brother that's at West Coast had a bit of a, a chat um, to was it Andrew Hamish? I think the Hamish chatting to Andrew. I don't know. There's so many. Anyway, so many brayshaws. Too many. <laughs> Quit multiplying. Uh, anyway, so basically uh, saying that look, yeah, he's hung out with Gaff and he's a real nice guy and he was a li- the last person you would expect to do that. So yeah, like yeah. So I see it on that same wavelength as well. I, you know, it's you can't really, in my opinion, just say hey, um, you can't take character into account. I think that it definitely plays a part because it's a track record. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, like not as far as punishment. I think if you're remorseful, you say whatever the punishment is, I get, you take your whack. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But 100%. as far as as far as like, you know, I mean, as far as a person, it'd be easier to forgive somebody if it's like, whoa, like where'd that come from? Yeah. And they're like, holy the fuck. The thing is, the thing why it's getting so much airplay and airtime is it completely off the ball incident. That's, that's the whole yeah. thing. If it was... Yeah, around the play or in, like, you know, you could see like a, a him like do something to antagonize him or whatever it might be. Then people are more forgiving of that. Um, but because it was completely off the ball, um, obviously he didn't mean to hit him in the face, but did. Yep. yep. Um, done. And, and tensions, were, because West Coast and Fremantle are so, yeah, you know, like the rivalries there anyway. So tempers were fuming, emotions were into it. I think eight weeks was good though. I thought I so that, too. I think that's but, a good result. Yeah, but then, yeah, the, the next day, Fremantle, like, was it one of the CEOs or something? He's like, oh, like a lawyer. Oh, you should be pressing charges. Oh, I'm like, mate, get your ass out of it. You know what I mean? Mate. Like, seriously, put your arms around the boy and it's a say, round. yeah, put your arms around the boy. And then if some, if down the track, if he wants to do something about it, then sure. But I didn't feel like he was going to based on, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's a young fella playing the game. There's only one person in history to make charges mm-hmm. against Lee Matthews in VFL AFL history. So yep. I just thought, mate, just get your arms around the boy. Whatever he wants to do, you back him up. But, yep. you know what I mean? Take your foot out of your ass and leave the comments uh, to someone mate, else. Mate, lawyers are just... Dude, honestly. Oh, yeah. I hate seriously. lawyers. Lawyers are the best salespeople around because they'll just make up excuses why they need why you need to pay them. Seriously, um, what's what's the difference between a dead dog and a dead lawyer on the road? 
<laughs> There's brake marks in front of the dog. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's true, right? Good one. Uh, anyway, so we'll move on from that. Um, any other thoughts for the, the weekend round, Chris? Oh, heaps. Um, <laughs> well, your mate Dugowie's back. Yeah, Dugowie's back. Uh, look, uh, uh, like in terms of like, the, are we going to go through the, the round review? Yeah, we'll do a quick yeah. touch on. Um, I like a quick touch, Chris. Uh, I'll just, just go, go um, I don't know. Collingwood were never in that game. And they shouldn't have been, and I no, can't they believe they're even close. Oh, I know, and they had a good shake. Never in that game. They had but. a good shake, mate. They, they, seriously, they were never in it, but then they hung around the urinal, urinal enough, <laughs> gave it a couple of quick shakes, and they got close. That's true. I, it was their game plan that actually... It, I, actually, one thing that annoyed me this week um, is that uh, people are voting, uh, or you know, commentators and media people are coming out and saying that uh, Buckley should get a nod for Coach of the Year. Um which, uh, see, that, that face is why I'm... <laughs> Sorry, I'm pulling, I'm pulling like, a, are you fucking kidding me uh, face? I wouldn't have said the same thing last year or the year before or anything like that, but for what he's been able to do with the squad that he's been at, at his disposal... Okay, that's it's fair. pretty impressive. That's fair. I was thinking, like, um, Bevo or Richardson <laughs> would be coach of the year, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because sure. isn't it meant to be, like, uh, like, the crop of the crop this year for the draft? Oh, who knows? I reckon they're just going for draft position. I reckon they're coach of the year, mate. They've just really tanked Possibly. without actually being accused of tanking. Yeah, but he, so here's another Go way to look, look at that um, from a positive point of view. If you've got, you know, pick 15 or whatever, you'll still probably get a really good pick. So it doesn't really matter, does it? Um, anyway, so uh, let's go through the, the draft and then recap that for you. Uh, yes, okay, so I versus Chris. And um, your uniques just dominated. That was the thing, like your real, like, speculative ones that could go 50 or... 140. I think you had one uh, five 140s or plus. Uh, yeah, the- so I had, a, I had a pretty good day, Chris. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I watched it the entire weekend. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> okay, so okay, well, quickly touching on my side from last week. Um, basically, I had uh, Johannesson 156. I actually had a couple of spud sto- scores as well. Like, well. Here's funny thing. So Harris Andrews, 60. Jonas, 54. Short, 68. Heater Shaw, 76. All horrible. And then I had Cripps get a 122. Danger, 133. Zorko, 142. Callum Ward, 151. Um, I had Lambert get a 113. I had Gunston get a 138. I had a 99 from Crozio, of all people. Yeah, and really held uh, held my team up and got a 1943. So, yeah. yeah c- kicked Chris out of our draft league. I, and- mean, I only needed like 400 from my last two players to win and how funny though <laughs> uh, in our 18 man draft league the other one that we just kind of came along to which you might have heard us talk about barely uh, we're in the grand final this week for that so Chris your job is to take care of that because I'm too busy playing real football oh okay thanks, <laughs> thanks, yeah, thanks. yes yeah. Um, anyway uh, yep so that's that part um, Chris I just want to very quickly uh, can we say can we um, before we move on if you're gonna Can we say thank you to Stonesy? Oh, that's I'm what I was sure. about to do! Oh. <laughs> I even I slowed down to let you speak and you rip it from right under me. Uh, he came back, so we, we pleaded with him to uh, to give us some love and he gave us plenty of love. How awesome was that photo of the um, the 2019 super coach from the right? Like the fire in the background, the grimstone. That was fantastic. Oh, that was really good. You're, St- a, you're a whore. <laughs> Sorry. That stole your thunder. I even paused it and introed it for dramatic effect, and then you interrupted me. Oh, actually, Ben, just by the way, can we just introduce the thing that I was going to do anyway? Sorry, sorry, no. <laughs> so thanks, Stonesy. You win Banter of the Week this week, mate. Thanks very much. <laughs> actually, no, 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 no. Quick pro quo, Chris. Quick pro quo. Quick pro quo. Um, I don't think it's so cut and dry. I would like to say 
Yes, fair enough. I am very happy for Stonesy, and I'm glad he still listens because if he didn't, I would like literally light a firecracker up your ass, Stonesy. <laughs> and, I, and I mean that in the most um, polite and pleasurable way possible. Uh, however, okay. however, 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 I'm trying to find the other comment of the round, Chris. And um, basically, it was you're talking about cue the pretzels and. Um, oh, Goddard. Oh, mate. Dude, that was hilarious. Bloody God. Like, run, run us through it quickly, Chris. Run us through it. So, did anyone who watched the um, Essendon, who they play? Who did Essendon play? Hawthorne? Was it Essendon Hawthorne? Yeah, yep, yep. Is that where they yes. play? Yes, and in you, Mr. Hashtag Sprainer. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> who, so, who kicks around the corner from 20 Cam minutes Cam has a, has a kick to win the game with what? 20 seconds left on no, the no, clock? No, no, so it was about 38 seconds. He could have run 30 seconds off the clock. Yeah. and Spends eight seconds and then kicks it. Yeah, around his body. If, the, if he had have kicked it, they would have had 30 seconds. It's like, you know, so that, funnily enough, good on him. He actually went and had a, they had a team meeting and he led it and they're talking about, you know, not you know, taking your time to then think through the situation but also run time off the clock. Yeah. You know, because if you kick the goal in those 30 seconds, you can lose the game. So win, lose, you, you know, anyway. So uh, anyway, so here's the other one. Uh, Kevin... Aston Hoey. What a name. I think of like, yeah, Ashton Kutcher, Aston Martin, but then he has Hoey on the end of it. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, uh, Kevin, awesome. So he said, so many of this round's games decided when a player kicked a sprainer to lose by a Goddard, <laughs> which I thought was good as well. So I'm actually going to give um, 70% of the banter of the week to Stones. Okay. Uh, just for the picture value. Yeah. And I'm going to give a 30% um, to my mate, uh, Kevin. Excellent. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was good. Um, and look, I think that overall the round was good. Um, let's let's get into the round review while we're at it. Let's just go straight into it. Um, there's quite a, a, Why a not, lot Chris? to talk about, especially in those first five games. We're not here to fuck sheep. No, it's... Was well, it spiders? Well, fuck spiders? Yeah, it's fuck <laughs> spiders, fuck sheep. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. That's a bit random. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the, the, so Ge- obviously Geelong, uh, Richmond. Again, um, Geelong probably didn't deserve to be in it. Uh, and you and yeah, I, I do agree with that. Uh, Ablett, imagine the scaling points Ablett would have got if he kicked the match winner. Oh, huge! Running into that. Any other year, you'd say. I mean, he hasn't been a little bit up and I down. I would say lower in his colours. I'd just say he's just not up and down. He's, he's more of a support. Definitely playing he, a different role. He's well. a support act. It's like ACDC going on a world tour for the fiftieth time. You know, you know yeah. they're good, but you're kind of like, yeah. He'd usually he'd usually slot that. I think so too. That's that's that's. Uh, it was very it was very strange, that. and he had so much time as well. Yeah, and he actually he looked nervous when he kicked it. Uh, he doesn't. He's usually composed. Really, are you an looks. artist of facial expressions? Yes, Chris? I am. Yes. Oh wow! I'm surprised you don't <laughs> surprised you don't clue one more when women are walking away. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, yeah. and Kane Lambert. Who oh, you're like, like oh, say, yeah. Kane Lambert. Oh, I was I was like, oh, 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 you should drop Kane Lambert. Yeah. Oh, good oh. luck, Prestia. His mate Prestia's not playing, so Kane <laughs> Lambert's going to go horrible. And then I'm like, oh, my man. <laughs> but what I do find interesting is Richmond, time after time, have an even contribution. Yeah, there's no real stars. It's just like, oh, buff, like Dusty's obviously the star. But yeah, like, but like super no, coach wise yeah. and possessions wise, whereas, you know, Joel Selwood went. spread. Yeah, whereas yep. Joel Selwood went big, Managola went big, Paddy Denchville went pretty well. Uh, Kelly, outstanding. Uh, seriously, Bruce McAvaney, uh, he, I reckon he's, uh, he's Bruce's new Cyril. I think there was something he that came out. He kept on going on about it. I think Tim Kelly is the third, in the third highest in the league of loose ball gets for the year. Isn't that it's insane? That's stupid. So that's like crazy stat. So for a first year player, oh yeah, and um, he's not and even he's, eligible to win the Rising Star. Otherwise, and, and he'd he win. He's put uh, contract talks on hold. Yeah, so he's gone. 
He'll go back out west. He's got a young family. Like, he's not going to be out here. Uh, I don't if know. If you get a contract out west, he'll take it. I don't know about that. Um, if that positive. was me, how many times have West Coast and Fremantle pass you up? Seriously. And True. now and now Geelong gives you a shot and you get in tight. They make try and make you, you know, really feel a part of the family. I reckon he's just playing such good footy that he might drag it out a bit longer and make, yeah, make, make the West I, like, bump I, their price I, a little bit. I do respect that. However, at the same time, I think if it's me... And I've got. Does he have two kids or one yeah, kid? He's got couple. two kids. At least a couple. I would. And you know, you've got your partner who's probably at home taking care of the kids. Your partner's probably putting pressure on you to go home because she's probably knows no one in Melbourne. She's staying at home all day taking care well, of the kids. It's not just Melbourne; it's Geelong, mate. Well, <laughs> yeah, like she would know. Probably she would probably know no one. She would be at home all day, not being able to meet anyone. She probably just wants to go home. And if there's an opportunity to do so, he will probably take. He's, on more money. On, he'd yeah. be on peanuts right now. And they wouldn't be able to pay him much more if they've still got the stars next year. That's true. So, you know, Frio would be if an ideal oh, yeah, yeah. an ideal camp. They'd have the money. That's true. To they'll probably in. they'll probably pay him three times as much for oh, sure. More than that. I reckon he might be on eighty five grand a year at the moment. Like he would be on nothing. And if he go his next contract will be three to four hundred thousand minimum, maybe even further. He's that good of a player. Like yeah, and either way, people see it as a steal. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, and he's learnt from the best. You know, that's dangerous in itself. So, um, yeah, I actually watched a bit of this game while I was at the pub with the misses. Um, I was checking in a little bit. <laughs> Did you do the whole sit at a spot where you can see the TV? Well, directly? it actually worked out very well. Went to the <laughs> went to the plough win. Went to the plough win. Nearly went to the Munich. Went to the plough win. Had uh, some ribs and whatever. So looking at the the screen, and it was funny because we sat down and, and the missus was like, "Oh, the AFL's on behind you," and I was like. Oh fuck! It is too. I was like, "Damn!" And then I look at, and then I look at, and then I look over there. I'm like, "Oh, the rugby league's over here." And she's like, "Oh, is it?" And she's switch. like, "And she's like, you want to switch, don't you?" I was like, "Oh no, it's okay. We can wait." And, she, and then she hops up, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yeah, pretty much." And then she's trying to talk to me, so I'm like making eye contact. But you, and you I'm like peripherals, and I'm like looking up. And I said, it's okay, I'll even it up by looking down as I well. I got to use my peripherals. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got guilted into it. I'm like, oh, babe, there's a really Did good she game. She's unbuttoning her blouse. There's a real good game on tonight. I really want to see it. She's like, but it's date night. Like, I've been working all the time. I was just like, yeah, but there's a really good game on. Fuck date night, eh, on, on, oh, on football nights. Ruins. How many relationships? Seriously, if date night has ruined your football pleasure, please let us know. Dude, so many times. No, but if if, if we actually go to, or sometimes if, we, um, if we're in Melbourne or even up here, We'll make date night going to the football, which is pretty good. That's where you, that's where you need. Oh, to... I took her to the footy, Brisbane. How did she North. go? Yeah, she liked it for really? the first time in a while. Yeah, okay. it probably helped. It was a close game, and everyone was like chanting and stuff. Yeah. And can I just say, just quickly, Chris, that was probably the best home game of the Lions I've been to in a while. Yeah, win, lose, or draw. It's just at, good to see him put at, in eff- effort. Well, not just that. I've seen them put in a lot of effort and come short, and that's fine. But the atmosphere. Yep. It actually felt like there was people at the game. Mm-hmm. People were getting into it, like going off at the umpires, chanting, yeah, Brisbane. That's good. Ball. Like just season. noise. Yeah, yeah, just noise, right? Absolute noise. And it was probably the best atmosphere I'd been to at the Lions in about four years. I think um, I think it'll be good next Minus year to see them game. out of the bottom four, which will be good. Yes. <laughs> You're an asshole. We'll try and replicate Collingwood's form. Uh, anyway, so we'll move on just quickly. We'll move on from that. So that was Worth Richmond it. Geelong. Uh, Hawthorne and Essendon. Uh, Titch was on like what ninety nine or a hundred. Uh, yeah, he does this pretty uh, all the time. You can you and can then see. Slows up. Yeah, and I don't know if there's attention that goes to him, or maybe he changes roles. But 
Yeah, he uh, ended up on 153 after absolutely demolishing the first half. Yep. Um, and I'm, we did say put Titch as VC. Yeah, I think I my recommendation was Titch into Kelly Yep, was a possibility, which yep. uh, I thought was a pretty good one. Yeah, but as soon as – yeah, it was. But, <laughs> they, the, the, you know, the winner, the winner of Supercoach, who got 29.07 this week, which yeah, is crazy. insane, had the VC on Titch and still Captain Kelly. Yeah. So either he is an absolute idiot and forgot to take off the captaincy, which is likely, yep. or he's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> or he knows too much. Yeah. Or maybe, like, I don't know how you have the balls to just okay. do that. So Quickly off topic. Yeah. It's not one of those fuck one, marry one, kill one scenarios. <laughs> uh, if you could have one wish in the world, Chris, what would it be? Apart from world peace? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't wish for world peace. Um, I don't know. Like That's a really weird question. I'm no, it's not-, not. It's very simple. I want the weekend paper a week in advance. Oh, well, then you could... Yeah, that makes you sense. can do everything. Okay. You got the lotto numbers. You got sport. Yep. You got you know where not there to be a- when shit blows up. Like it's pretty fucking <laughs> lock proof, mate. I tell you what. There was a t- there was a TV series a-, a few years back. It was probably like fifteen years ago now. That um literally that was the thing. So he would get tomorrow's paper today. Like a dog would deliver it to him every day, and then he would be a good Samaritan and go and try and help people. That's weird. I yeah. don't, I don't remember seeing any paychecks in my mail <laughs> <laughs> for half writing the script. <laughs> Where's my where's, where's my, my royalties, goddammit? Uh, where's my royalties? <laughs> Tell you what, and I have and I've yet you know you to do receive. You have to actually put a trademark in, right? I, do you? <laughs> I you can't just you can't just be like. Can I just? Oh say, no, I've got this awesome idea. Oh, I had that idea first. Can I just say? It, I have also not received thanks, condolences, or royalties for blessing uh, Heater and Coniglio's season, particularly That's the start true. of the year. I mean, Heater's has literally gone exactly the same as he did last year. He's averaging, I think, 89. It's exactly what he did no, last year. No, didn't he got like 81 last year? He was shit. No, nah, 89. Nah. He, I'm sure. $5 side bet. Take really? it. Yeah, he's, it's, you got 85 and below. I, I got 85. Was, I got 85 89. below. You got 85 and above. I reckon it was 89. You're horrible. Pretty confident. But you know, anyway, you, can, you, you, can can, have a look you at keep this. talking about this game, and we're going to settle this very quickly because you're <laughs> going to owe me $5, my friend. Yeah. Uh, look, it was, it was a good game. Uh, look, I'm glad that, to be honest, I, I'm kind of tired of the, of the whole Essendon thing. Um, them turning up some games and not turning up others. I think they definitely got outcoached. Um, Clarkson does this a lot. Yeah, he's that good. He coaches structure and then players come in to feel that structure. And I think he's one of the best coaches in the AFL for doing that. Um, what was it? 83.3 under 85. Oh, I told you. $5. Yeah, oh, actually, I do have cash today. <laughs> That I must have was, been. Uh, I, was sure, I was sure it was eighty nine. Did you go to the cabaret was last it, night, Chris? Was is that it, why <laughs> you got five dollars? What spent? was his? Uh, what was his true average though? Because that's what I was going on. Was that what you were going on? No. Oh, okay. The average eighty three point three. It was horrible. <laughs> and he even got a boost in the finals. So there you go. Oh, uh, I must have included his finals uh, figure, like one nineteen. See what I did there? No. Anyway, moving so on. So what you say? So you didn't actually specify in the season. You said last year. Yeah, that was the whole season. That was foot, uh, fan footy. No, that's the whole year. No, that's not on the whole year. That's on the the actual season, not including the finals. Well, he got a 69, a 73, and a 119. So what does that round you out to? Still 183. Below. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping my $5. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, I think he was just our coach at the end of the day. And, uh, uh, yeah, well, apart from the whole Goddard thing, that, I mean, that did cost him the game, but... Um, also very, it was probably the best game uh, of the year in terms of backwards and forwards scoring. It was a pretty much a shootout. It, I don't think it was too high scoring. They sort of died off in the last quarter. 
Um, but you know, one team would get two goals, the other team would get two goals, one team would get two goals, the other team would get two goals, and they went on runs. And it, when the momentum shifted, they started scoring and came back even again. Um, I think the rising star this week was Morrison from um, from Hawthorne, and he had a fantastic game. So uh, I yeah, thought Warple actually had a really good game as well. Yeah, Warple's actually been in form. He had a, he, I think he got the rising star last week. I think as well. Um, had a really good game. So. Um, again, no one, it was a definitely a weird game because Merritt, Mitchell, the, those two guys probably just went, shook their hands at the start of the game and went, see ya, catch you on. Like there was a, a lot of uncontested ball through the midfield. No and one it, was manning up and on And it anyone. probably suited both teams though too, to be honest. It's like, oh, Titch gets a free run, Merritt gets a free run. Well, They're like, eh. It, I mean, it's interesting just to see those tactics in play. I mean, that's really what fans want, right? Fans want... Um, quick moving football, end to end football, high scoring, lots of goals. Well, that's what the AFL thinks anyway. But you can't script that. That either happens or it doesn't happen. And it's generally the you know, the coach just says we're going to back our guys, and that's when you that sort of football comes into play. So interesting. yeah, that's fair. Uh, next game, uh, Brisbane and North, uh, cracking game. Uh, Brisbane really lost it in the second quarter. They just let North Melbourne get on a massive run, yep. and then they kind of dragged back momentum, trying to chase for it, chase for it, chase for it. Got close, and in the start of the fourth quarter, they kicked out again. So then it's like four, you know chasing twenty three points, chase for it, chase for it, chase for it. Yep. For, and you know, it looked like Brisbane were probably the better side for most of the day, and they had more runs. But um, yeah, just couldn't quite get there in the end. And Benny Brown apparently he just sees a, a white Tasmanian with red hair, <laughs> and apparently he was struggling in the heat. Hey, like, yeah. well, he kicked. I think he um, he went really really well in the first quarter, and I was like, oh, you're gonna hate keep, keep keeping I someone. Him. Yeah, you dumped to the yeah because you dumped him, and I was like, oh, he's gonna regret doing this for someone else. There was someone else that you kept, and I was like, oh, I couldn't remember who, but. Um, I was like, yeah, crazier. Yeah, I kept oh, crazier. Yeah, and I was and like, dumb oh. Ben Brown. I was like, yes, I'm going to win this battle. And then, no. No. <laughs> no, you did not. Um, Can I just, uh, I want to quickly highlight Humor Cluggage, and it's mainly going to be for next season, but he has a ceiling that is up here. It's insane. It's a 140 on the weekend. It's his highest score of the year, but he's also had a 130 in uh, round nine. He had a 113 13. in round 17. Um, and as well as like a couple of, yeah, like a 97. with some 90s and some 80s. And um, then another 96. So he's had a, a couple of, uh, looks about th- two or three 90s plus a couple of massive yeah. games. Now, if he gets forward eligibility last year, he could be as smoky as a, th- it's his third year next year, third year breakout. I think that he might average in the 90s next year. So just something to consider. I think, you know, people are looking for some bargains. Yeah, kind of um, like replicating what Ahini kind of did. Inconsistent yeah. but big ceiling, massive ceiling. If well, it's about his role again. Yeah. Like if he gets more mid minutes next year, I think he probably will. Which I think he will as well. And I think he'll because he did spend a lot. He has spent large chunks of games forward. Um, but he's mainly he's mainly a midfielder that floats forward, not the other way around. So I would rather if I can if if his role is like that in the preseason, I'd keep an eye out for him because he is an absolute jet. That's fair. I think uh, he changes. He, he adds a, a different thing to there. I also think Zebel's very underrated as a forward. Yeah, as well. I did not rate him at all as a forward. He will be, probably be forward eligible next year based oh, on the role he's playing. Hundred percent. And um, I would be surprised if he even gets mid eligibility because I think he's played that much forward. I'm with you. Eighty four point five, definitely beneath him. He's averaged uh, close to the hundred many yeah. a time now. So uh, he's definitely one to watch, uh, particularly for draft leagues. Like if it's a draft league and I can get.
get Zeebel as a forward, I'm loving life. Yeah, not bad. And he's he's got the tendency to, to hit a big big ton as well. Um, even if he's playing forward line, like he can take some contested grabs, kick some goals, and um, and he's very clutch at times. Well, as Well, not only so. that, if they get a bit more support in the forward line, he probably could just push back mid. Yeah. So a little bit more midfield time. So it's one of those things looking for a role, but he's definitely one that we could watch uh, for the future. Uh, Majak Door just literally, how many times did Brisbane just bomb it? to the fucking free man sitting there. And Majak's just getting up all over the place. And Katrina's like, oh, who's that Kenyan? Yep. And I was like, he's not Kenyan. <laughs> well, apparently he's born in Kenya, oh, but, right. he's, but he represents Sudanese. Right? Sudanese. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure how that translates. I th- I Fair think, enough. But he is Kenyan. Uh, he's just... Um, he was born in Kenya, but I think he was raised in Sudan. Yep. And so then he identifies as Sudanese. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Uh, uh, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty confident that's the answer. Yeah, he did pretty well. And uh, Jed Anderson as well had a pretty good game running with. So, yep. yeah, Can not I too bad. Just want to highlight as well, Jared Berry. I think that he's also got a lot of legs as that uh, sort of big body mid. Um, hopefully he doesn't tag as much next year because that really has impacted his scoring this year. Yep. Um, but he's got the potential to, to get... Yeah, you know, over a hundred on occasions as well. I don't think next year might not be his year to really break down to serious numbers, um, but you could see him at, in a draft league next year popping up. Um, I wouldn't mind him in keeper leagues if you're having drafts next year. He could be one to watch. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, just uh, just keep an eye out for him. Um, okay, next game Adelaide versus Port. Yep. Uh, very interesting game actually. Um, Jeez, what about the the ending? Yeah. Adelaide, Adelaide were lucky to to win that it one. Ollie Wines again, shanking it <laughs> around the corner. Could have put them a couple of goals, like what three goals ahead. Could have, should have, would have. Ollie Wines, Ollie Wines, great mate, you're, you're a shit drop punt. <laughs> let alone around the corner. Like what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> the, the, the Ollie Wines mixtape could have, should have. Seriously, would've. yeah, the uh, Ollie Wines. Yeah, look, uh, there's, uh, I. Uh, he might as well wear a blindfold and kick it on his opposite foot. I sympathise with Port because they should have won the game. Um. Not necessarily in. I think that Adelaide. You know, Adelaide had more shots. Adelaide had more of the ball. Uh, but Port Adelaide had more of the score, and that definitely hit the post. Um, so I wouldn't say definitely. Ah, oh, I did. If the field um um Matt Crouch was chatting to the field umpire in the middle of the ground. He said that did the coach. That hit the coach. That hit the um the post, didn't it? The field umpire said, "Yeah, mate, it's it's all good." And then it comes back as a goal. Like everyone saw it. It was live at the game. Um and yeah yeah for whatever reason anyway it happened you can't really do anything about it AFL are never going to change the score of a game like they never that's never going to happen they've never done that in history so yeah uh, what I don't like about it was that um so it was uh, the goal umpire deemed it as a goal so he obviously didn't see it quite clearly enough um which meant that there wasn't enough evidence to actually turn over the the, the goal because it was so close. But if you're in doubt, shouldn't it automatically be a point and you have to prove it to be a goal? No. Why don't you think that? Next point. No, that's a serious point of conversation. I think that's how it should be. Well, it went through the middle, so the debate was whether it touched the pole or not. So it's kind of like, well, if it went through the point side and then whether it did it touch the post, it's irrelevant because it's still a point. Whereas it went through the middle and, uh, you know, Jenkins was saying he thought it hit the post, but... Evidence was inconclusive. Then the AFL went back and looked at all the angles as well during the week, and still inconclusive. So therefore, umpires call goal. That's what I'm saying. Like if it, if the if the umpire is unsure, shouldn't the default call be a behind? No. Why not? Benefit of the doubt goes with the attacker. 
Do you reckon? I yeah, hundred percent. On the, on the why it went side. through the middle? Did it or did it not touch the pole by a bee's dick? Yes or no? Oh, sorry, it's a behind because it may or may not have touched the pole by a bee's dick. No, it goes benefit of the doubt. It's like cricket. Benefit of the doubt goes with the batsman, right? The guy, the guy kicks mm. the ball. Benefit of the doubt, you can't prove it didn't hit the post. Therefore, bang, goal. Yeah, like I get it. Okay, good. Move but on. It would it would impact the AFL less. It would be better for the AFL to no, go with the default. You'll behind. start fires. That's how, like, seriously, that's how the flares began. <laughs> Down in Western Sydney, I swear to God, not, by uh, hit the post, not, it's exactly what happened. That's not what happened. It at is all. exactly what happened. Anyway, so uh, tell us, tell us on Twitter where you think the default uh, opinion of the goal umpire, if he calls for a review, should be behind, or they should actually make a call and then go inconclusive. No, it goes with whatever they think. Because so. I, I, I personally believe that the AFL would be in a better position today if they made it a default behind that needs to be proven to be a goal because it impacts less results. Nah. That's my personal what, opinion. What? So then it becomes they lose because some guy upstairs couldn't determine whether it went through and didn't touch? It looked like it went through, so therefore... Better better than it definitely not stupid. being a goal. There'd be, riots in, there'd be riots in Adelaide, especially yeah. if he's like, man, I kicked oh, that there goal. There was riots that <laughs> If I kicked that goal, that's horrible. Uh, anyway, so going back to the game... Um, Matty Crouch of the 127 came back into form again. I mean, he's he's actually been on a little Enzo bit of a run. Yeah. I think he's averaging now um, for the last, say, six or seven games about 110. What's his five-round average? Three round, 117, five round, 107. Yeah. So not too bad. Not bad at all. Um, can I just say nothing? I've already said he had that uh, really bad game. Oh, he's had a couple. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's been bad for me then. Uh, anyway, Dodi came back with a good game as well. Chad uh, Lair- Lair- has really actually annoying. been really down, averaging 92 for the last three, 99 for the, for the past five. Definitely not averaging as much as he was earlier. And may I say that Dane Zorko is actually averaging more since I traded him in for Led. Wow, for in your draft team. Yep. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, I know. What a risky play. A risk, risk reward. That's risky, Cotton. <laughs> yeah, it works out for him, Cotton. Um, no, I think uh, I think it's really interesting. Um, Led's now the third highest averaging uh, defender for the year, um, and Yo is number one. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm just saying, oh, at the start of the year. Yeah, right, right. When right. I said what? Well, uh, I, what actually, did I say, Ben? Do you want to? Actually, well, while you're gloating, Chris, I'm going to come right back at you, right? And uh, we're going to switch it across a little. Um, may I just say, I am winning the $100 bet right now. Which is the $100 bet? Well, Petrapa has uh, had nah. another good game. He is no, averaging he is averaging 82.5. Nah. And Kurnow has another stinker, and he is averaging 81.9. Oh, it's 0. 0.6. I it's going down winning. to the wire. I am winning yeah. right now. All right. Who are Carlton playing last two rounds? You owe Let's me 100 bucks. <laughs> Let's work this out. Who are Carlton playing? And it's gonna it's gonna be awesome, and he's gonna just dominate. It's only because um, oh, they're well, playing Frio in the last round. <laughs> no, Frio now. Oh, Frio this week. Yep. Come on, Chris, get Come with on. the program. So we got Frio Mel- this Melbourne week, do yep. have a harder run. They first Gold Coast last week, which is why he peaked ahead. So Kernow hopefully has a shit on uh, Bulldogs. Bulldogs, easy, easy money, easy money right so there. So Fremantle, Bulldogs, and, and then Adelaide. Adelaide. Oh, that's the tough one. Yeah, Ooh. we'll see how it goes. It's going to the wire. I respect that. Um, but um, your Pendlebury is still absolutely destroying oh. the Pelly, right? Uh, hello, Dixon over Franklin. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Come on, you gotta, you gotta. Oh yeah, what's that? I'm is that, still hanging. Is that four my... points? Four points between Bonson and Pendles, and how many points between um Charlie? Uh, so 
Um, I'm Dixon. S- I'm still hanging my hat on the uh, Dixon oh, and Franklin. Patrick Ryder will average five more points per game than every other. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He got injured. You still, you still said it. Patrick, Patrick, what's his name? Fucking Patrick Ryder. Patrick Ryder will average five points per game more than the second best ruckman. <laughs> I think Gorn's the second best ruckman at the moment. I think Grundy's no, out averaging. I didn't say he'd him. be the best. Yeah, no, you said the second best. He will out-average yeah. the second best ruckman. The third best, but, you mean, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, that didn't happen, no. obviously. No, no, it didn't. That's, that's, I think that's worse than my Dixon call. That was not. It possibly is. Dixon over oh. Franklin. Who the fuck would think Dixon oh, dude, would outscore Franklin's Franklin? A, Fra- dude, the only reason Franklin's even averaging half-decent right now is because he played on a first-gamer. Anyway, Langer playing. Uh, Bulldogs spanked St. Kilda. Yeah, they did, and uh, uh, it was good. Seb to Ross, s- very underrated. Yeah, no, he no, he can't kick. Mm. And so when he sometimes some games he looks like an absolute star, and other games he looks like a liability. And there there has been calls from certain Saints fans to literally drop him, and they want to trade him off and get something else. Um, which I I don't know. There's something you can work with there. I just don't know what the answer is with him because. He's taking up a spot for a midfielder that they could have in there, like a Billings, with polish and foot skills. Um, and but he's the only one really winning bulk ball at the moment in there, isn't he? So that's true. Um, can, I, can I say that um, Josh Dunkley? Oh, since is, he moved to the midfielder, is doing he, exactly what McLean did last year. Yep. Well, of, and evidenced by the fact that McLean hasn't turned. I think he's hit one ton in like twelve games or something. I don't stupid, know. Whenever you've got, and him. it was one hundred and four. Whenever you've gotten him. Uh, but Dunkley is averaging 128 for the last three, 111.6 the last five. Yeah, that's literally what McLean was doing, hey? Yep. Yeah. Not even figuratively, literally. Now, can you take that into... Okay, so here's what I'm doing next year. I'm not having any Bulldogs in my starting lineup, and I'm not <laughs> training any in. Actually, that's fair. I'm not doing it because what will happen is this. Dunkley will come out in the first five rounds and absolutely kill it. And then McLean will be back in there and Dunkley will be out and then they'll switch again. Or then it'll be Dalhouse. Or then it'll be Bont. Or whoever it is that's the flavor of the month for Bevo. You cannot rely on any Bulldogs player except for McRae to stay in that midfield. Yep, and probably a good thing Wallace won't be there. Yeah, he's gone. There's no way. No way. They offered him a contract, but I don't know. Maybe it'll be uh, not uh, sufficient enough. Uh, Your mate Gresham in the 81, Chris. Oh, that's still pretty good. 81 81 and a walloping for a mid-forward. Yeah. Can't really complain about that. (laughs) (laughs) And he kicked... Dude, he got... I think he kicked 0-3. He kicked 0-3. So, yeah, it could have been anything. All right. Do you want to make any more comments about the boring Collingwood-Sydney game then, Chris? look. Grundy was the best on ground by an absolute country mile. Absolute country mile. Um, he was dominating the ruck. Like, he made Sinclair a little bitch. And the only reason why Collingwood were even remotely close to winning was because he gave him first use and was absolutely destroying that midfield. Who kicked the winning goal? Was it McCartan? Yeah, Tom McCartan. What a kick. Yeah, it was a throw. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You no, lost it was two a weeks in a row no, for a throw. No, but I will say this. Three seconds before that, Josh Kenny picks up the ball, gets tackled, drops the ball. That Play happens on. a lot, though. I know it happens a lot, but like, I don't agree with so it. It's so stupid. I know that in, that in that situation, he probably didn't have prior. But if you drop the ball, you drop the ball. It's still that's that's the free kick, mate. The umpiring at the Brisbane game was fucking woeful. I just don't yeah, but make it so easy. Bad. If you if you grab the ball and you've got you've you've got it in both hands and you drop it. 
Like, not if you're fumbling it and whatever, and but if you've got it in both hands and you drop the ball, that is, that's dropping the ball. So yeah, I that's fair. To me, it's just, I don't get it. Well, Crisp came back with a 107. Uh, Adams is a 107. So how many points are you now behind? Because Dusty got like a 111. Yeah, I don't even know. Um, no, Adams came, uh, had a really good week last week and Dusty not not so much. So, um, so he's still behind? I think I am, but not as much as I was. You'll be more this week, Chris. Adams was going really well this week and again died. I think in the first half he was on like 87. Died in the arse. Well, Langdon had a good game probably because they have no defenders. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think that's why. And he probably got put into more of a friendly role. And how was out as well. Shout out to Adam Oxley, who's playing his first game in a few years uh, this week. And didn't he have osseous pubis or something? Yeah, he had OP. And um, uh, so my partner is uh, friends with his sister. So we actually went to Anzac Day with them last year, Danny Melbourne. So shout out to Adam. Um, he's a Redlands boy, so yes. he played for the Bombers as well. So the same team that uh, we can Josh relate. Thomas used to play for and, and we used to play for. Yep, relate. We can relate. <laughs> we can relate. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, but he's obviously going to be covering for... Anyone. Uh, uh, everyone. <laughs> Darcy Moore. Any, oh, mate, any defender? A defender? Mate, James Aish is coming back to versus his old club, so I hope they really rough uh, him up, hey, and uh, show him what it's all about. I don't know. Where's he going to play? Maybe half back? Yeah, maybe on the wing. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? He was being taken over by Chris Main, the, the, the god, the lamb. The lamb. <laughs> Do you remember that tweet at the start of the year? Oh, the yeah. Lamb chops. Yeah, lamb chops. <laughs> Fuck, that was good. Uh, anyway, uh, Johnson as well. Good to see him back. Yeah. Um, I did, did play great. He turned the ball over quite no, a lot. No, I know, but he's, he's going to be first rusty game back. Well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, great. Good on him. Oh, it was, it was such a good weekend, though, for people coming back from injury. Um, yeah. Just absolutely outstanding. Freeman, everyone else, uh, Johnson, just, yeah, loved it. And uh, even uh, Vandenberg as well had been out for a while. So good to see those boys coming back in. Yep. Cullen and GWS, Chris. Now, oh. now before, oh. before you get started... Before you get started... Sorry, I just have to hold my raging boner from getting oh. out of my pants. <laughs> before you get started, Chris, I was a little bit concerned this week. <laughs> because of the raging boner? No. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't make me concerned, Chris. <laughs> it gets me excited. Uh, anyway, so I was very concerned. I emailed GWS oh, this yes, week. You did, okay. Okay, so I emailed GWS this week, and I said, what is going on here, guys? You had, like, two players less on field. You had, like, 16 guys on field against Carlton. What the fuck is going on? This is unacceptable, Chris. I want to know what is going on. What is the logic behind having two more men on your bench? Fuck injuries. What is going on? And you know what they told me? What did they tell you? It's all to do with the AFL equality measures. <laughs> they still no. outscored them with two they less did, players. Two it is the. If you're a Carlton fan and you're watching that, I'm sure that your heart sinks even lower. Like, how do you feel when GWS it's like, are playing two men down, four men down on the bench, and then just rest two players and still outscore you by a ball pick? That's so good. I loved that love song. I was like, that's cocky, eh? Yeah. Oh, that's so cocky. It's like John claude Van Damme with one arm behind his back still knocking you out. Just... It's like it's a preseason. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to send him a memo. This is an FLX. <laughs> FLX guys, don't worry about it. It's just the showman's game. Oh, uh, Chris is crying. Sorry. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, can, okay, so can we have a moment for Josh Kelly? Yes. He equaled the uh, the record for the inside most inside 50s. 50s in a game, which was 16. And 900 plus metres game. Um, Huge. Fucking believable. The guy's an absolute jet. His roll goal didn't even score a goal and crack the double ton. 
Can I say that's is that our first double ton this year? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, and uh, he always he always had that ceiling though too. That's what we knew, and he's really jumped his average up now too to one eighteen. His floor is like a ninety. Yeah. So I mean, you've got to have him. That's next what we year. said. I was like McRae. He goes ninety, he's, ninety, yeah. one forty. Yeah, and he has the ceiling, uh, which he proved as well last year. But his average now is 118.7. Yeah, monstered. Absolutely massive. And congrats to Josh Kelly. What we said earlier in the year, we think Josh Kelly will average about 120 or can get to about 120. Yeah, he's a slow burner. But uh, but he he had those injuries. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, without uh, injuries, he's an absolute jet. Uh, And Canigo as well. The new Gary Ablett, I'm calling him. The new Gary Albert? Yeah. He's that good. He's real gold, man. I reckon he'll be, yeah, stunner. He'll be 135 average, I reckon. Anyway, uh, yeah, Caniglo did well. Luckily, uh, Callum Ward was right hot on his heels. Pretty much it's just a ton show for um, GWS and Cripps. They got absolutely dominated in the midfield. And, and lucky they had Cripps, though, 122. If he wasn't there, seriously. Yeah. Well, um, Dawson Simpson was killing him in the ruck, and then he got injured. So, of course, it <laughs> doesn't matter now because he's not in my draft team anymore. But he got sent. I didn't realize he. He went off at uh, I think it was three quarter time. Yeah, ankle. and didn't come back on. So yeah, and they, Toby. Toby had a, a sore hammy, so he's out. Um, yep. And all of, the wind. all those four boys are all out this week, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah, but they got some good ins coming back in though. They got Taranto, um, a few others as well. So I mean, it's they're not hard done by yeah. so to speak. Griffin's back in, Shields back in, Taranto's back in. So I mean, you look at those ins. Shout out to Caniglio, though. The mid-price that worked. You know, he's averaged 108 for the year. Um, has he missed a game, Caniglio? Yeah, uh, just the one when he got knocked out. Oh, uh, yes. Well, yes. A, he got knocked out, and then he didn't back it up the week after, and yeah. then they had the buy, which is why I got rid so of him. So what's his true average then? Because it would have been here, right? Yeah, he got knocked down. Um, that was before the buy. He had a shit round there, just before the buy. See the, no, to your right, Chris. Yep. Chris oh, is just... Here? No. Where? Just before their buy, where there's like two fucking gaps, Chris. The one before the oh, two gaps. Oh, here, yep. Okay, yep. So is that 89? 89. Yeah, okay. he got knocked out. Yeah, he was already, he was killing oh, it. That's not too bad. He was yeah. killing it on 89. Oh, yeah. That's right. He was going really well. Yeah, it was really, like half really time, well. 89, yeah. or whatever, got knocked out. Yep. And then he missed the game and then they had the buy. Yeah, so he has a true average of probably closer to 110. Easily. That's not bad for a guy that started the season with 450, at 450k. Um, but look, they ran rings around Kyle, and then I don't know what they're going to do in the off season. But they need to do something to get them competitive. Yep, and I think that, I think this is a realization. A that's a realization that they need a priority pick. I think uh, they have to apply. I think they need more than one. So here's the thing with priority picks that I don't I don't like is that you don't one, one player is not going to fix mm. your uh, like an extra player is not going to fix your team. If you really want to be serious about it, it should be more. It should be two, maybe one at the start of the round, maybe one at the end of the first round. Um, or um, maybe a priority pick and extra space in the cap to sign a free agent or something like that. Yeah, that's fair. Like, there needs to be another level of equalization to make it happen faster because you invest in a player and it's three, four years before you see the rewards of that. So, yep. Yeah. And uh, move on to the next game because there's not much else to talk about that game, to be honest. Uh, Melbourne versus Gold Coast, basically the same thing. The Sunday games were a whitewash, uh, including the West Coast game versus Fremantle. The only highlight from that game, uh, I'm going to say. For the next game, anyway, was uh, the Specky by Walters. Yep, monster. I really did enjoy that, but we'll get to that in a second. I Chris. think so. In in this game, where we thought Tom Tommy Mac was going to absolutely run right, it would end up being Jesse Hogan that was uh, the dominant forward on the game. On the game. Yep. Uh, but really, the story was about Clayton Oliver and Christian Salem. Well, yeah, Oliver played a lot of forward as well. Yeah. Um, just yeah, dominated. Yep. Absolutely. It's like he was literally. It was almost as if they're like, you know what, mate, have a rest. 
play well, forward and a bit midfield, but take it easy. And he Melbourne just have done them. this this year. This isn't the first time, and it's they're a, they are flat track bullies now. Melbourne. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. That's their title. They're like Port Adelaide two point zero. Are, are they going anywhere in finals? No, but they will make the finals, and they will uh, probably get knocked out first round. I would, I reckon they'll make the bottom half of the eight, and they'll get knocked out in the first round. I don't know. I reckon they might shake a few feathers. Uh, maybe shake a few tail feathers. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Shake a tail for them. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Maxi got a one twelve for anyone that relied on him. But um, yeah, Salem, I did not see that coming. Salem just was everywhere, just smashed uh, it. Uh, flat track good, bully. Yeah, got, he, he, he had his. He's always had a good, strong uh, potential super coach game, but he's never really strung it together. So oh, he hasn't, and that's his highest score for the year. He's had a couple of big scores, you I know, mean, like it might have been his highest score. Yeah, one fifteen. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so he went massive, one forty nine. Uh, Petrapa got a one ten. So pretty much downhill skiers, which is what I'm looking for Richmond this week because I think they're going to tail up Gold yeah, Coast. Richmond, big time. Richmond should absolutely dominate. I think a VC, a little sneaky VC on Dusty. Dusty Martin might not go astray. I reckon he'll go one fifty. I reckon yeah. he'll go one fifty. So. Um, yeah, for those in draft leagues, like I'm thinking about getting rid of Jonas this week for um, like a Hooli mm-hmm. because Hooli, even though he's back in, he should at least get you an 80 to 90, I reckon, flat track against Gold Coast, whereas Jonas, dude, is like averaging like 60 for his last three. Yeah, Horrible. since he came back. Yeah, it's just, shit. Yeah. I thought they it was probably a steal. rushed him back early. Man, I thought it was a steal, and in the end, he's robbing me. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, I want my money back. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's not touch on this game. Melbourne absolutely spanked them as they did at the Gabba earlier in the year. Yeah, um, surprised it could have been a hundred plus more, but uh, luckily Gold Coast did put the uh, the brakes on a little bit at halftime. So after in the third quarter. Yep. Uh, last game, uh, Jack Redden is proving to be quite valuable when he wants to be. Uh, I mean, he did this in the preseason. Um, he's not too damaging with his possessions, Jack Redden. I think that's something that I've noticed in his play is that. Even when even the games that he goes big, you sort of go, oh, yeah, he has had a bit of the ball. But you, you never really see him do anything crazy or damaging or anything like that with the pill. Yep. So I think that's that's his MO. He's a, he's a, he's a mark and kick player. So every now and then he can have a real big match. But, but Chris, ever since you dropped him. Yep. May we add in draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, even before a couple of these games, he was averaging like 106, 107. So he actually had a pretty good year considering. At the Lions, he'd get like maybe 100, 105 average. Yeah. Um, so it's really inflated. So from here through uh, until about this point, he was averaging about 105, 106-ish. Not too bad. Uh, averaging 94.8 for the year, averaging 105 for his last three, but 124.6 for his last five. Yeah. Um, definitely, uh, I picked him up through the middle stage and drafted him off uh, for Dane Beams. But, um, yeah, someone that you could watch, uh, particularly, you know, now that Gaff's out, I think he could be a real good smoky, um, yeah, to get high score, that yeah, kind of thing. get so, a little bit more inside. Yeah, time. and Yara, I cannot say... He's amazing. Oh, like, seriously, <laughs> I had I had my doubts because I was on the yo train when it was the yo-yo, Okay. And then last year he was like, you yeah, still like gotta, he looks promising, right? You still got to remember year, that one twenty-seven game where he got he played fullback and didn't touch the game. He had was on zero at three quarter time. Yeah, like, huge twenty-seven. And every ever since then he has been so consistent, getting so like so many tons yep. that it's ridiculous. And averaging one hundred nine point two. That's Mister Consistent right there. He will be a midfielder only next year. Is it worth it? That's a big thing. I don't know. It's kind of like a McRae factor. Like, yeah. you can't look at how McRae did as a forward mid last year. Yep. And, like, yeah, like, he's consistent. It's pretty good. 108, 107.8 average or whatever it was. And then this year he's dominated. Elliot Yo has the making to be an elite player. 
I think he's an elite player. I think he's already an A grader, to be honest. Yeah, I, I know, but it's but people, is he consistent enough? And this year he is, but then kind of he'll slide in drafts based on I think he's a the unpredictability. I think he'll poll quite well in the Brownlow. I think he might go close to top five, top ten. That's a, you know that's who a, else will serious go, numbers. You know who else will go top five? Who? Gaff. Well, he no, he won't. He'll go top zero now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly, I seriously believe that of the people. If you watch a lot of West Coast games, which I have this year, um, he was one of their most important players at critical moments of games to turn the tide and to win the game, which that really bodes heavily in terms of uh, Brownlow voting. So. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he makes a top 10 or a top 5 finish in the Brownlow this year, particularly with how well that uh, West Coast have played. Yeah, that's fair. And how many games have um, won. It's also worth noting that Brayshaw has actually finished on a 78, even though he got KO'd in the uh, third quarter. Uh, the kid's got talent. Yeah. The kid does have a lot of talent. I mean, I think he's drafted at what, pick two? So, yeah, he's got a lot of talent. So, yeah, speedy recovery, mate. And, um, yep. Have yeah. a yeah, s- uh, sip on the uh, Mascana. So, yeah. Low sugar ones. <laughs> Otherwise, they fill them all with shit these days. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, that, look, that's that part of it. Um, we'll just quickly go into the ins and outs. There are actually quite a few changes this week, um, starting with uh, Essendon hasn't actually really changed much at all which is surprising, and the Saints have made quite a few changes. Dunstan, surprising that they haven't dropped Goddard yet, really. Well, Dun- <laughs> Dunstan's out, and yeah. uh, Caulfield's yeah, out, Hunter-Clark's out, out. Yeah. Hickey's out. Yeah, well, because they lost the game, they should have won, realistically. Yeah. Uh, Hickey's injured, Battle is injured. Uh, so, yeah, they've uh, Rowan Marshall's first game in a while, a couple of years. Uh, ben Long's coming in, Bailey Rice is back. And, um, yeah, I don't think it's going to do them much good against uh, Essendon. Ron so. Marshall's played a few games this year, but he hasn't um, hasn't really lit the world on fire, that's for sure. Yep. Um, and no change for Essendon because um, I reckon – here's my theory. Teams that have lost last week in the close one, they're going to win this week. Oh, that's that my theory? theory. Yeah. Well, generally, they're a bit more you're hungry. Giving Essendon to, you're giving they're hungry. Essendon. No, no, they're hungry. So you're they're hungry. Way too much credit, mate. Hungry, hungry, hungry. And uh, Dunstan on the interchange with Hugh Goddard, who's on the interchange. So, I'm so hoping. on emergency. Uh, emergency. Sorry, my yep. apologies, Chris. Uh, it's the same kind of thing for me. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, so moving to the next game, uh, White Cross is out for the Hawks. Nash is in. More changes for Geelong. Huge changes. Uh, yeah. Huge changes. Probably for the better, though. you got Stewart's back in, Parsons in, uh, Narkel's back, Stanley's back, and O'Connor's back. So not yep. too bad. Some decent ins. Improving the lower end of their, of their tail. Uh, Bue's gone, Thurlow gone, Jermaine Jones gone, Abbott gone, and Cunico gone. So not really missing too much. Yeah, the, the, the troubling one there is um, Ryan Abbott out. I think a lot of people were relying on Abbott with uh, Nenkervis being dropped. Ooh. So, um, yeah, I think he's in. Oh, so he's in. There's, there's listed him as injured. I'm not sure if that's an injury or if he's just getting rested. Um, but hopefully he's back for the finals. Interesting. And Menangola's 50th game. Yeah, pretty good 50 games there, Chris. Yeah, uh, not bad. He's averaging like 98, I think. Moving yeah, on, it's, it's Richmond versus the Bloodbath. I mean, the Gold Coast Suns. <laughs> uh, also red. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> Heron is omitted. Yeah. Uh, there goes your bench cover, Chris. Uh, Peter Wright injured, obviously did his knee. Uh, Lonigan injured. Jacob Dawson omitted. Lemons injured. And Max Spencer omitted. 
bunch of new ones if you ask me. Joyce back, Stephen May back, David Swallow back, Ainsworth, Ainsworth is back, Crosley is back in, and Jared Lyons is back in Those as well. Those are some so, fantastic ins. Yeah, Those are huge. six best 22 players. Exactly. So they're so. all back. However, Richmond also pick up Broad. Uh, Ivan plays uh, in the ruck, which will be fine, I think. I think he'll hold his own. Uh, Graham's back, Presti is back, and Hooley's back yeah, as well. So ins. massive ins. Obviously, the big out is Nank, uh, which is probably the main one there. Menadu's omitted, Sam Lloyd's omitted, and Townsend's omitted, which I think they can do without. And they should romp it in. If they don't win by 100 points, something's wrong. Yep. Uh, moving on to Port versus West Coast. Uh, I think this will be a very interesting Go West game. Coast. <laughs> uh, Port should win at home, I think. Uh, Howard's back in. Uh, Sam Gray is back in. And Johnson. Uh, Bonar, Mr. Bonar, obviously couldn't keep it up because he is out. Uh, Homsch <laughs> is admitted. And Sam Powell Pepper is also admitted. Um, I'm hoping SPP didn't go out on the weekend. <laughs> well he's omitted maybe they're not telling us something Chris anyway classic uh, yeah classic uh, Brendan Archie back in Dom Sheed finally Dom right. Sheed gets right. a game now, who gets more midtime out of Archie versus Dom Sheed uh, Dom Sheed you reckon yeah he can't kick. So I know he can't, can't kick, kick, but he's probably the more pure midfielder, so they're throwing him in there. Dom Sheed I is really only getting get, I want, really want to see Archie get more mid-minutes. I think he's got talent, but I he's would. been played out of a forward pocket for I God would, sense. but I think Dom Sheed will replace Gaff. In the midfield. Yeah, you're probably right. I'd it's still more, rather see Archie more, in there. Yeah, it's more like for like. Yeah. Although it's more like going from a Cadillac to like, <laughs> you know, I owe you a 10-second car that needs a lot of work. A 93 Datsun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Collingwood, obviously big news. Uh, Dugowie's back in. James Aish is back in. And Oxley. Uh, some actual crazy decent Oxley. ins. But, um, also, yeah. but losing uh, Darcy Moore, who's injured. Callum Brown's omitted. And Dacos is omitted. Um, Tom Cutler back from his fresh suspension. And Bastanak, not surprised he's omitted. He seriously, a he butchered what? Okay, so against he his was dropped, line, you know he's dropped <coughs> from North for being yeah, a butcher, right? Right, but okay. Well, I'm surprised he's not getting more work on the side because he's fucking horrible. Uh, he, he likes he, here's the thing, though. No, no, I don't blame Raynar so much for losing because it was our whole team that did shit in order to lose. But Bastanak, no, no, Bastanak. Of course, he blames Sprainer. Bastanak, right, has a shot from about 40 meters out, kicks it into the man on the mark. First quarter. Then, I think it was the last quarter, he was trying to kick it from about 45 metres out, didn't even make the distance. It's true. I'm like, obviously you're he's not. He's a top-up player. That's why you're not on the side, mate. He, he basically should be playing VFL. And, it, and now he's out. It's just a top-up top up player. Now he's out. So, Bastanak, catch you later. So how many years did you guys give him on a contract? Oh, only a couple, probably. Hopefully. I think we paid him peanuts and a couple of Oreos. Um, going into the next game, Giants and Crows. Um, so Sam Reed is back. Taranto's in. Dylan Shields in. And Ryan Griffin, as we said earlier. Decent ins. Yeah, but some big outs. So some it's kind outs. of complemented by what the changes I are. I wonder how many they're going to have on the bench this week. Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, no, they're probably just Griffin because he's old. Uh, <laughs> cramp. I've got cramp. I'll give Griffin 25 minutes of game time. <laughs> probably. Uh, Delidio's obviously injured. Dawson Simpson injured. Sam Taylor injured. And Toby Green injured, the ones that were sitting on the bench doing nothing. Um, Cheney's back, Richard, Richard Douglas is back. Big news Douglas is more... Yes, but big news is Talia is injured. So that, oh, that's fantastic for Charlie Kerner. How long is he injured for? Do you know? Oh, I don't know, just says injured. Chris. Oh, so, we have to look up that. And, um, day the last and Riley day Knight long. is injured. It is David McKay's 200th game. So good on you there. Um, 
Oh, Eric Hipwood's 50th too, just quietly back in the Lions game. Uh, okay, so North versus Bulldogs. Uh, I think North probably a bit more consistent. I think, I think he, these are Sunday squads. but um, Sundays. I think Higgins obviously definitely comes yep. in. And, and uh, Luke Davis, Uniaki should play as well. Uh, Murphy and Mountford probably should play as also. So uh, I don't reckon they'll play. They'll be. In, I don't reckon even LDU. LDU is just a carrier for emergency. Mm. I reckon Higgins will come in, but I don't know who's coming out. Some That's of them fair. Um, okay, Rock Smith is rested. Um, Lewis Young, Honeychurch. I reckon those are kind of bench players. But Tim English is also named, which could be a very big one if anyone has him still sitting on the pine. Uh, I think he'll play. Okay, fair enough. I think Tim English. Well, you don't name him. I think he's he's been injured, and I think he's finally named. Uh, I think he'll get a run. Uh, going through to the next round, Rayshaw obviously is out. Darcy Tucker's injured. Stephen Hill again. Stephen Hill, he must be getting old because he keeps doing so many soft tissue injuries must now. must be over the hill. Yep. Uh, Matthew Kennedy is out for Carlton, uh, injured, and uh, Cameron O'Shea is omitted. Some key ins, I think Tommy Sheridan, possibly uh, Gyro. Uh, is it Gyro? Gyro, yeah. Gyro, yeah. yeah. Gyro's named on the extended list. Um, yeah, not too many other well-named names there. But uh, Cruiser is back, which is good. Savani, who knows if he'll play or not. He could just go on the bench as well as Andrew Mullet uh, and Kerridge as well. So, yeah, a few here and there's, but nothing too important. Uh, Joel Smith injured for Melbourne, obviously. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not relying on him, are you, Chris? Uh, yeah, I guarantee a zero this week. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Dean Kent hasn't played in a while. Uh, Mitch uh, Hannon. I think he broke his collarbone or yeah. something. Uh, Hannon and Pedersen, Sam Wiedemann and uh, Jaden Hunt. So I expect probably a couple of those to possibly get it's named. probably just Jaden Hunt straight up, I reckon. Yeah, possibly. Um, I don't know. Mitch Hannon might even get a game. Just depends on how they feel their matchups are, I think, this week. But that's the good thing with Melbourne's list at the moment. They can really throw a handful of guys Oh, well, they'll get beaten by Sydney because they're flat track bullies. Yep, and uh, <laughs> Darcy Cameron, Hannabury, uh, Gary Rowan, and Dean Towers all could play, which makes it very interesting. Interesting because to they're see all... who comes out if, if any well, of those Well, Darcy Cameron uh, went up against um, Archie Smith from the Lions, and apparently both of them just had a mozza. Like uh, Darcy Cameron had like 40-plus hitouts and kicked a few a few snags. Wow. Uh, so apparently he had an absolute big game, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually got a run this week. Yeah, they've been mooting him. He's been in really good form. Yeah, he might. They might even do a double a double team this yeah. week. They might go with Towers to try and pinch, or they might even go Cameron. Um, yeah, to try and kind of uh, you know unsettle Gorn a little bit to have yeah. so he doesn't get a rest against an easier uh, ruckman. Um, people always think, um, yeah, how does Sydney's ruckman get so good? And um, the answer is Dean Cox. Just in case you're wondering, so Dean Cox is the ruck coach there. I would be throwing a ton of money at him if I was looking for someone to develop my ruckman. Two cocks he don't is. make a right, Chris. <laughs> Excuse me if you see me dreaming. No? What? So it's the two wrongs that make a right? That's Wycliffe Jean? No? No. Oh, okay. This is awkward. <laughs> if anyone gets it, good on you. Yeah, um, <laughs> Yeah, look, I think that's about it. As far as trades go for leagues, uh, feel free to send us a message. But at this point in time, it's more... Uh, personal preference as to who you want in your side. There's not too many drastic changes you can make. Um, with this, if you've got the week off, I mean, obviously hold on to. If you had Gaff, I mean, that's probably oh. the only trade that I'd be I'd be looking at, at doing. Yep. Obviously, you need but to. If, but even if you have the week off, you can even wait a week to see what you want to do. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so it's not entirely urgent that you actually make the trade. But if you need to make the trade to win, um, the, here's the rule of thumb. Look at your opponent in your main league. Yeah, and look for a premium that you can afford and that he doesn't have. Yeah, 100%. And see where you can get a one-up. Or 
match one of his premiums that you don't have if you're if you're worried about that. Yep. So that's that's how I would dictate my trading. I wouldn't do it any other way. Um, just off the top of your hat, the people that are leaking the most points at the moment, obviously Gold Coast, Carlton, uh, I think even Brisbane are leaking a few points too at the moment, uh, a lot more than they were. So Dusty Martin should go in big. Um, you're looking at even I think Neil, Lockie Neil could go 150 this week versus Carlton. Yep. Um, so you look at those kind of guys where, you know, if you, get an immediate if you need someone, yeah, Lockie Neil would be a massive one because he could go 150 plus I would, against Carlton. I'd be locking in Lockie Neil if I wanted to go that unique option. Yep. That's who I would be 100% targeting. Yep. Um, outside of that, um, I would just be looking at uh, either – Matching theirs or getting a unique. Yes. Um, or um, I think the other option is um, McRae. Yep. Versing the dogs. Um, no, versing the dogs. Versing North. Uh, Jacob still isn't there, so I think he could yep. really tail up. Uh, and they have Carlton next week, which is even a bigger bonus. Yep. So if, um, yeah, if no one has McRae, get him in, and that would be uh, basically... Uh, that in a nutshell. Dunskis. Dunskis. Uh, anyway, so that's pretty much wraps us up. Um, we somehow dragged this out. It was more of a, a football general podcast. Yep. Um, so it's kind of like, hey, if you like listening to footy and other people's opinions, then and, tune in. And random bad jokes that, that sometimes hit and sometimes miss. Basically. <laughs> that's what we do. Well, I don't know, because it's our first year, so we kind of just thought, well, look, we'll just get on, we'll just record. We didn't even plan this. Like We thought it would be really like short and sweet. I know uh, Dr. Supercoach did like 10 minutes or 13 minutes, uh, which we could have done. But look, if you do appreciate this just as a, a bit of a listen to and a bit of, you know, instead of listening to the radio with all the ads and all the bullshit and you get to listen to Footy Talk, then props to you and I really, really appreciate you uh, staying for the journey. Yep. Um, just in case you're wondering with our upcoming weeks, we may not pod next week. Um, yeah, I think probably it depends on what happens. If, if, uh, if there is enough much, content, we will. Yeah, if there's not much going on, we might just leave it until the last week and yep. do a, 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 you know, once we have all the stats, we'll then go, okay, well, what was our predictions like? This is what happened. Yeah. This is our predictions. The for the pod's going to be epic. Yeah, this is our predictions for the finals, the final series, and then kind of just do it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see how we go, but uh, we'll let you know either way. Um, but otherwise, it's just us. If you do want to listen to us talk for an hour about footy, then yeah, fair. Let us know. Otherwise, uh, yeah, it's our first time doing this. So we see how we go. Catch you later, guys. Anyway, catch you later. Peace out. Peace out. Boy. C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes. So the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent. The P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they asked me how I did it. I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the they say that every champion is all about his principles Carry.